welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number 42. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Hosting for this episode is provided by Gameology, Australia's largest gaming warehouse. It is. Thank you. Each episode we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. Well, kind Today of. we are talking about The Seventh Continent, one of the games that we backed on Kickstarter and we have recently, we got a while ago. And played it. And it reminds me, I was going to say, we have chatted with Gameology and um, said thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it and we're going to continue to buy games, but uh, we were able to get the free podcast hosting, so we don't... I think you said that last episode. Yeah, so actually... Except Except the thanks so much. Yeah, so you don't actually need to say that at the start anymore. He's fine with that. We've spoken to them. So so that's all cool. Although we're still going to buy games from them. They've got a big sale on tomorrow, actually. So there you go. Mm. Um, Now, what do you want to do? You want to talk about... So the Seventh Continent is rated at 8.4. It's for one to four players. Community best one to two. Community says one to three and best one to two. Mm-hmm. Five minutes to one thousand minutes playing time. Now, just on that, five minutes you can uh, play. If it you die in five minutes. No, I think it'd be more. You, they're saying, yeah, you can just play for five minutes if you like. But you could easily die in the first five minutes. It'd be a waste of a hundred and eighty bucks. <laughs> no, but you could play for five minutes each day. Yeah. There, you're playing it for five. That's minutes. That's true. You can just set it up, play it, and then put it away. Anyway, and, and it goes up to a 1,000 minutes by the time you explore it all. Except you're still not finishing the thing. It's, it's really hard to explore a lot of it. Hmm. Okay, sorry. So keep going. Okay, it's age 14 plus, so community 10 plus. Yeah, which is fair. I think 10 plus. Yeah, okay. I reckon. Depending. Wait, 2.85 out of 5. Yep. Um, did you say the overall rank? Overall rank is 16th. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's high. And for thematic games, it's number five. Yep, that's pretty good. So, we got this from Kickstarter. They originally kickstarted it, and then they were taking a while to get it out. So, they opened up the Kickstarter again when we were able to sneak in and get it. And it arrived, and we had the game and then we also had a box of replacement cards so we were like oh so we took the cards out of the game the original game put them out and then had to put in the replacement cards and now we've got the other set of cards we could actually sell and they would be perfect for someone to just Mm. get into it cheap um you know on BGG, how they have like the little picture in a black background. Mm. I couldn't even tell that there was a picture there because the whole box is black. Yeah, I so know. So it's hard to tell if there's a picture there or not. Yeah, and what do you think the picture is of on the front of the box? Skull. Skull, yeah. If really you look at it skull. also, it looks like it could be a head and someone with their two arms, muscles going up like this. No, but you know how they <laughs> complete all the different things? So yeah. it could be like a mixture of all oh, the I different think that's what it probably is. Yeah, it's now, it's a game that you won't want to talk too much about the um, of what happens. You can't talk. You, much. you don't want to have any spoilers in there, so we won't be doing any of that. We don't want to wreck it for anyone. Um, and what is the the little write up for it then? On on the BGG in the description. 
before we get to the bits we can talk about of it. No. No? Oh, yeah. Um, it's the early 20th century. You have decided to sail back to the newly discovered seventh continent to attempt to lift the terrible curse that has struck you since you returned from the previous expedition. Even in the seventh continent, a solo or cooperative choose-your-own-adventure exploration board game, you choose a character and begin your adventure on your own or with a team of other explorers. Inspired by the fantasy, inspired by the flight, fighting fantasy book series, you will discover the extent of this wild new land through a variety of terrain and event cards. In a land fought, fraught with danger and wonders, you have to use every ounce of wit and cunning to survive, crafting tools, weapons and shelter to ensure your survival. Yep. Unlike most board games, it will take you many, hour, many, many hours of exploring and searching the seventh continent until you eventually discover how to remove <laughs> the first curse. Yeah. Or curses. Or just curses. You have to remove yeah. them all. Or dying or die trying yeah which is but us. there is more than one curse and then you go to the expansion box yeah i can't remember how many come in the base game five, five? yeah that's what i thought Came the other day and then also we bought the expansion which the seventh continent features an easy saving system so that you can stop playing at any time and resume your adventure later on just like in a video game it is it's won heaps of awards. Um, Let's see. I think it even won some of the... Uh, a million Dice awards. Tower Awards. No. Maybe it's thematic games. It's very thematic. So... There's quite a lot of awards. The game, what is it, Patrick? It's a heap of cards. It's just a box full of cards, isn't it? Not playing card and size. And work and... Stuff. But they're big cards the size of um, coasters that you might put on the table. Drink coaster. Yeah. And you have... You are given a tile to start on. So you're given a curse. You're told, oh, this is the problem. You need to solve this problem. And here's a clue on how to do it. You no, have... No, you, you think of the clue, basically. The person yeah. thinks of the clue. And then you have your adventure... Adventurer, so they give you um, a set amount of adventurers with the game. I've been playing with the Lovecraft one because he has an, an ability with the sanity, which has been fun. Because each card has a keyword on the bottom and then their character serenity. can activate it. Oh, Serenity. Not Sanity. Oh, yeah, Serenity. You think I'm thinking. Australia. Australia. Or one of the other ones. And no, um, Australia's the one that's Serenity. And then you get a life deck. So you have this deck of blue cards. That's basically basically your life in the game. Everything you do costs energy. You want to go for a walk and go and see what that thing is over there. It's going to cost you energy. X amount of cards. You reveal cards. You say, it might say you need one star. And you've got to turn over two cards. Mm. And you go, okay, so no, it's going to actually, cost you two amounts of, of energy. Saying, instead of going in all the detail about... Um, saying, oh, this is how many cards I'll pick. Mm. Instead of having to think for 20 minutes of what, how many cards you'll pick, mm. just open up the, the book to, like, page 13. On the rules. And look at the bottom. 
and it says number of, um it's like a, the chances of succeeding with that amount of cards yeah. and how many success you need so if i need one success 50 do, one card risky two cards um not too bad three cards pretty high that you get it Hmm. Four cards basically guaranteed. Yeah, but the more cards you use... The more time it takes. And therefore, and the less energy cards, you have. Then two stars, it's really... With three stars, if you're lucky and you have that card that has three stars on it at the top, you draw that and you succeed automatically, really. Okay. So, when you're talking so stars, that's, cars, that's a success. Yeah. So, two stars is like 6% for one, 45. It's... So, you always want to draw one extra than the amount of cards mm. there is. So, if you're drawing six cards, you want to draw seven cards. And why would that if be? You draw it, if you need seven stars, it's because it's... Well, that's why it's the highest percentage. Because some cards have but half, six, some have one. Yeah. But if it's some six, have three. if you need six stars, probably draw, you need to draw eight. Well... And seven, you probably need to draw nine. Because the highest one for six cards on the... For six stars is 22%. Yeah, but so you got to also cards. remember that in the in the in the life deck of all the things. But if you're trying to do something really no, hard, no, but there are also curse cards in there. Yeah, and they're a fail. They're a they don't count as There's anything. Like five or six. Of them. It's five of those. So if you if so you, you have thirty five cards. I think there's thirty five base cards, and then maybe your five explorer cards. And if you're playing two characters, plus you curse, you get an extra five. Plus you curse. Yeah, plus your curses. Playing so you, two characters, I wouldn't recommend if just for the extra five cards, because it it you do burn more cards. Because yeah, when we're moving, it's like minus one movement if there's a fire figure or another player on a different card. But when you, it's the same amount of cards going from one player to, to two players for movement, basically. Yeah, but when Except we're when both. there's a higher amount. And you've got two players, it will cost like six cards. Yeah. Yeah, that no, but when there's two players, you can move your character. Yeah, it only costs one, minus one. It's only minus one. Yeah, card. yeah. Well, you can move yeah, your character to, like, to their tile. You only have to draw like two or three cards, depending on where you so are. So, let's just, without any spoilers, the first little bit, they give you like, it's like a little introductory bit. Mm-hmm. The way the games, like, you can open and play. There's a lot of little fiddly rules, like crafting yeah. items. So, you might have a stick and you might have a um, bit of string and you might go, I could have a stick or I could have a bow, which I can then use to hunt with. Yeah. So, do I craft them together? Because you're only allowed to have X amount of items in your no, hand. No, only if you, ha- you can't craft a stick and a bow together. That's if you have the basket, remember? You get all oh, ones you can craft. with the same keyword, mm. and you put them, t- and basically it's all one big thing with the maximum of all of them added together. Remember? Yeah, maximum of six. Yeah. The crafting is something we've always found hard, because the problem is, if you have those cards crafted, or in your hand, so you have a hand, and then you craft the cards on the table, you're only allowed to have X amount of those, mm. but they're not in your life deck then. Yeah, which is annoying. Which, so you if cra- you've got lots so of once food... once you've crafted it, you want to destroy it, and then if you've got lots of food... You can... You get rid of it and put it in the discard. Get it all... Just basically throw out everything when you get to lots of food. 
Yeah, so what you're looking for is food. Food is a way of getting more energy. So So either you get get fish, which is worth three without fire and five with fire, or um, meat, which is three without fire and six with fire. Yeah. So if you're able to craft fire, so you want to have a way of always being able to craft fire because that's going to cook your food. You also want more meat than fish because meat will give you one extra if you have that bit of fire. I guess it depends where you come across this meat. Everywhere, basically, for me, except the fish you're going to be by the water. Yeah. Now, the first time you play, you go through and you go, oh, my goodness, that was hard. Oh, so you go through and you you go and you play again. Oh, I'm going to do that different. Next thing, within five times of playing, you've been able to get a long way learning. I'm going to quickly shoot over there, do that, shoot over there, do that, get this, get more food, do this, do this. Um, And you start exploring further into the the island. When I played it, I got to the location where you have to get for the first one and... No, no, no. That you're was not... really annoying because I yeah, wasn't meant well, to be there. Well, now that, that's where it comes to one part of the game that I don't like. So then you've pulled out this island and you've on your table you might have 50 cards all laid out. Plus you have the little um, exploration cards that you turn over and some have good mm. negatives. And then you die. And then it's like, oh no, now I've got to put all these cards back. So no, you then have to go the through all the cards the you've past. played and put them back into the into the box but in, you know in numerical order. Most of the thing you banish things to the past, and mm. no, not the past. The uh, the discard, not yeah. The discard. Cards get discarded. The ba- They're banished, in the past, banished. or you banish them. And the past normally gets put back in every so often, but the banish really doesn't. Yeah. So at the end of the game. You die, you got heaps of cards on the board, and you got heaps in the... Yeah, and you banish pile. And it's like... Uh, yeah, because without saying too much, you don't, you don't want to say too much. But, so frustrating when but, that happens. But what is cool about the banish part is, as you're playing the game, you might come across something, and whatever action you take, it may say, okay, now you've you've done that. That's the hunting. That's the only hunting. Or it can be other things, but yeah. Okay, you've shot that seagull, or whatever it is... That seagull's dead. It can't come back in the game, so that goes into that pile, gone. Banished. Or an, another action you may take that provides no, it goes or back in the box. removes something. So, so that's that's that. But yeah, so then you have a lot of cards. So if you play for an hour, hour and a half, like we've done a couple of times, and then you finish, you lose, and you're like, oh, I've got to put all these cards back in order into the. So that bit it gets a little bit tedious. Not on the first time you play, not on the second time you play, but on the tenth time you play, on the first it's time, frustrating. On the first time I played, I got I, you said I had to stop, and um, you remembered where I was up to, mm. like you took a photo or something. Well, because you wanted me to. Yeah. It does have and a very good you safety. You made me pack it up, except I said uh, you can pack up all the cards. <laughs> so it does have Is a great save system where it says, uh, you the cut the tile you're on. You put into the save part of the the box. Okay, that's awesome. Any cards you've got crafted, you put in with the dice number on a card in front of it. So, you know that's my crafted. Then your life deck. It all gets probably five minutes and you've packed it all up. You've got to put all the other other cards then. Return either into the past or the back into the box fully. 
that the banished cards stay banished. So then you just pull it all out. Until it says you need to remove old banished, put old banished cards and past cards. But that's that's when you leave. That's when, like, we did a certain thing where we went from one place to another. Mm. And it says when you're on that tile, getting all the stuff that you need, Mm -hmm. return everything that's in the past and banished back into the box. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it Just depends. So you don't have to don't know go about the through at the bit. end of the game. Not the banish. Getting everything out. Yeah, as as you move along, and if you were to save the game and come back to it, you just start with one tile again. But you don't put your cloud ones around it. No. Now we've got the tainted grail coming very soon, and that's I got the same sort is. of cards, where you're exploring and. What is that? Uh, it's you'll you'll see. Um, so the cards are cool. I like the cards. They're nice mm. and thick. We didn't get the sleeves. They've good art. In hindsight, we probably could have done with the They've sleeves. They've got good artwork, though. Yeah, great artwork. Mm, it, it's really it. cool. Um, all the little character artwork's quite thematic. I like how they do it all. Like, there's these cards where you find notes, and it's like, it looks really cool. Like, it's set on the back of every card. It has, like, a little wet global thing mm. and then it says a description of it and on the front of cards sometimes it says like a little description of what like a little story of what you find or something don't don't you daddy sometimes yeah yeah because sometimes there's it might be card 127 but there's actually might be two or three 127 That's so really even cool. though you think you know what oh, this will be this, uh, actually, it might be a little bit different because there's actually a couple of different ones. And if you happen to have all the other ones out, there's a yellow one, which is your last resort one. You then pull and out. There's, you know, with the XP, mm-hmm. it has seven XP cards. Oh, yeah, as you level XP, up your player. And then it has three, seven golden ones. So every time you get to seven, because that means you've got seven XP, Yeah. return all... Of your one XP cards and take this card. So the moving's quite cool. You you it'll say move for free or move one. Cost you one card to move. No, it doesn't say or, move for free. Uh, I think there's one that's zero, but anyway. No, there isn't. And then once you've moved, um, you got some end cards. You can and continue as slow. far as you want in a direction as long as those cards have been opened up. So once the cards have been opened up, and it's got the the um, thing without any actions in between, boom, you can walk there. Remember last time we were able to move like three spaces. There's a lot of little rules that it takes a few times of playing to get the hang of them. I all didn't though. know that any times I've played. No, we did that last time. Yeah, I didn't remember that. But you got to remember you can also do it around right angles. I'm not sure that we did that. Nah. We should have, because then it only costs like one card. Because yeah. normally off the first tile where we start, we normally both, like you go off do something, I go off do something, and then we both come back there, mm-hmm. and then I'll be, no, I'll probably still be where I am. You'll go the, to the starting card, and then I'll you'll go up, around, and down to me, and then we'll cross or do, an act, do one of the things you have to do together. Yeah, no, that's right. And I I like the way that there's lots of different things. You get injured, things happen to you. That's very realistic if you're on an island exploring. I like the... It's so thematic. It is such a fun game. 
if you can get your hands on the even just the replacement set of cards i'm sure they'll be fine you just need to get a print off of the rules which is easy um and a couple of things really wanting the rule if you if you get stuck choosing your cards like i said if you need if you didn't print off the page that has the uh the star thing Mm. definitely print that off Oh yeah, you like you like your little. But that that in, gives you a real hand. A percentage. That gives you a real hand, though. I use it every game. Yeah, they are actually releasing a very bare bones one of this, so no miniatures. Even though the miniatures are really not that great, anyway. Yeah. Um, but the fire would look really cool painted. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, that's what you need to get onto. They're only little miniatures. They're they're tiny. Not great. And they have a, they they have they made the box shape great for the miniatures because mm. they have them so like the fires start up a bit higher than the people because the fires are about half the size. So you put your people in there, and then you put fires in the other half. And you know but, what's really good about the and you put a little plastic thing over them. Mm-hmm. And what's really good about the box is that they separate like cards one hundred to two hundred and fifty, mm. and. 250 to like 600 yeah in two different parts yeah they skip a lot of card numbers yeah there's a lot more room in this box but and then you can pull them out but with the one that's going to come out soon for retail it's not available in australia at the moment anyway it's going to be just two rows so not the third row where you can save your cards no miniatures just little cardboard tokens but it wouldn't matter if you could if that's your way to get into the game that'd be fine it would give you the exact same gameplay, I reckon. We got that little satchel there that we got as a part of the Kickstarter we did, but we haven't really put anything in there. I think you can put the curse cards in there. Um, I didn't even know we got this thing. Oh, yeah, you probably put cards in here. Yeah, but we haven't really... Wait, you know, the, you know, because you know how you have the satchel and journal? Hmm. We should be using this. That's what it's for. Because oh, you, you said be. it's the journal. You so you put your cards that are in your journal. Now, talking there. about journal, we when we first started playing, we weren't keeping any notes. And only on our last game or two, we've started to go, oh, we better start keeping notes. Because I felt that might be cheating if we start going, don't go this way, do this, like you're forming. But now that I see it's actually quite hard to remember what you've got to do, although the first bits are easy. Um, That's what really annoys me. I think me, we need to keep writing play, notes. I forget whatever I meant to do. Like you might get to one place and then go, oh, I need to be in another place, and you need to explore the other That's place. That's why you take your notes. Yeah, so I think the note note taking is going to be something we need to knuckle down on. Now we've we've actually played this a fair bit. We've yeah, it's really fun to play. Um, you need the time. Played it a lot, and then in <laughs> I kept it out on the table for a week at one Just point. Make a, you should make a weekend one time where you just play it the entire weekend. Oh, jeez. That'd be like... The nah, it's, it's good, but I'd be sick of it by then. Like, yeah. You have to do it for two days. To remember it weekend, all. On a weekend. Not get, stopping. I'd get too frustrated with it by then. Just um, like stopping for It does play quick, time. though. You can quickly do it. I like playing... We I play it by myself or with you. Mm. I think when I first played it, I was just doing it with one character. Yeah, that's all I do. But you really need to have two characters. No, that gives you a disadvantage sometimes. Why is that? Because the extra movement cards. You need like double half the time. It even Say it's like you need three cards to pass through the snow. So one person, that's only three. Two people, that's five cards. 
So in the end, it all adds up even. Because if the if there's in the end, it works out even harder if there's more than one person to move. Because you get you have to use that extra like. No, you're normally saving movement if you've got someone else because because like your special abilities are use one less movement if you're moving to a tile. Yeah, so so that saves or the fire. It it only really saves you one or two. Plus, you get an extra five cards in the deck. Yeah, but that's but when you move, that's your movement gone if you're walking through. That's your extra five cards gone if you're walking through the snow. Whereas if it's the other person, it's only like. Half of what you get. Hmm. It's kind of like a puzzle. You've got to work your way. Okay, how am I going to solve this? My chances of this happening are this. this and then you can start to see, oh, my life deck. So your, your cards, yeah, but you've nearly you, gone through the whole deck of cards. Now, when you get through the whole deck of cards, you're living on borrowed time. Because what happens is the deck of cards, which is now a discard pile gets shuffled. You know there's 35 cards in there or whatever it is. And it gets reshuffled after every action. You, they go into the pile. The next time you pull out a curse card, you know there's five out of however many are left. The next time you pull out a curse card, game over. Until you get food. Huh? Then you just... Oh, yeah. But, yes, if you get food, you can then randomly pull out that many cards of the from the discard Hopefully pile and make your life deck again but just hope they're curses no you don't you, want curses then you, but then you want three star be... ones so you can succeed yeah, at everything for a little well, while the one that's three stars and the ones that are two stars and two stars mm. that'd be awesome so it, it quickly moves from being oh this is easy got heaps of cards to oh we're getting a bit short to oh no we're out of cards Oh, we'll get some food. Eat it raw if you have to. Yeah. There's a really big chance of getting a curse. But, anyway, there's loads to explore. It is really cool, all the exploring. Mm. Oh, take this card, do this. Once you've finished all the curses, you can even make your own for fun. Well, you could. That's what I want to do. Because then you get someone else to play it. You just set out the map. You just set out the entire map. That's what we probably should do once we've done all the curses. Just set up our map. The probably the, uh, the put it this way: we got the expansion. I don't see us getting through the base game anytime soon. Not like so it's going to take us a year eventually. of playing this game when we can. Just one curse to get through. I, I don't think we will sit here in a year's time if we redo this and and we will be finished the first five curses. Could, no, what they do so and because yeah, probably after you do the first curse. Some of the other ones get a bit easier because if you explored the map quite a bit... Yeah, maybe. You might know bits and pieces. But then they say, even if you've done all that, you can actually put two curses in the game and go, now you've got to lift two curses. And it's a battle to try and... If you want to make it hard. Ten curse cards! Yeah, well, it's... That is the worst thing ever. (laughs) We're having enough trouble just as it is. But we've we've spent a lot of hours playing it. We've, you know, on the way to getting our money's worth. Uh, we probably already got it that our money's worth. Should we have bought the expansion? That's lucky we only got the base game expansion. I think I reckon it was worth getting In the five years time we might have played both of them through, which will be cool. Or even four. And we've still got the replacement cards we could sell. No. Nah. No, the other box. Not not the ones. The 
the other one. So I think that would be fun for someone to have. But it's also fun to have. Because you could have two. Because if one person's playing it. Oh, well, you're not going to do that. You'll be off playing Gloomhaven. I've been playing a lot of Gloomhaven. Well, I'll probably be playing Gloomhaven and you'll probably be playing this. And the reason I've been playing that is because I'm like, I want to get through some more of this before all these other games come. Because they've all been behind and now they're due to land. I don't think I'll be playing any more games until I finish Gloomhaven. So, what do you think about this game? What what do you want to say? Oh, what do you want to rate it? Well, I love it. A little bit frustrating with the... um, Putting the cards away, that that takes a bit of, and it's a little bit repetitive, at our level, um, because we're like, oh, now you've got to do all that again. Now you got to do all that again to get back and up. Especially when you like fall from a, like you can climb a cliff, but if you fall, you lose. What are they called? Pips, I think. Yeah, you you lose bits of your crafted items. Like they break. Yeah, like, like you, you lose, drop, you, you fell down the wall and numbers, you broke your stick or like, something. Don't they call them pips? Yeah, like just you dummy, just you fall off the wall, you fall off the cliff, put your stick down to try and save you. Except the end of it breaks off. Like, that's what it's like. So and you can't repair it. That sucks a lot, though. So I don't know what to say. We we do really like it. Hey, mm. there's a couple of little things there, like a video game. You wouldn't want to go and play a computer game or whatever you call it the same bit of the computer game 10 times you put your save in so you don't have to go back and redo all that yeah that so that's at least a decent bit yeah, but you can't that's the uh, you, that's the bad thing like you yeah. can't that's what i really don't like you can't save from where you were unless you went through and listed every card you had in your life deck at that point in time right and then said okay that's my save and this is what the what cards are out on the table so then you could come back to that point and cheat coming back to there. But anyway, when it That'd says a thousand better. hours, I can see that you would spend a thousand hours playing all the five curses and then doing just, them again. It would probably take a whole day just to put out all the cards on the table and get them in the right spots, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'd That'd already be at 10 or 20 hours. So for all that, for the look of it, for the fun of it, um, I, it I actually... awesome artwork, though. I bought this you so that we'd all that. play it as a family, but... I don't really think it's something that we have time um, to play with Mum and Mika. Yeah, they have not played it at all. Nah, whereas I but really hope... But we really enjoy it, so... There is a printable um, little start bit that you can play to test out if you like the game, which I did a bit on the computer yeah. originally before we bought it. But. Except I don't think it was... Anyway, so my rate... My rate uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I do like it. Except it's really annoying because that... The repetitive bit where you have to stop and you can't save there and you have like once you die you can't go back there which is yeah. annoying. I probably would be and sticking about BGG score of eight and a half. So they give it eight eight point five or something. I probably would go around that that mark, around the eight point five. Maybe once I've played it a lot more. Although we've played it like I say ten twenty hours. Uh, whether it'll change then or not. Just that repetitiveness. I've got to work out how to get past that. So then I went back to playing Gloomhaven again and going, oh, I'm going to knuckle down and try and get through a heap of scenarios on my own. So, anyway, what about you? What? Um, just that having to whole pack it up after Yeah, you, you hate it. packing it up. I hate doing that. It's so <laughs> frustrating. It takes like a whole half an hour just to pack it up after you've been doing it awesomely. Yeah. Die. Ah! 
but it would be really good. But, and also it gets frustrating because you have to use all your cards again just to get back to the, uh, the same spot, spot where you want to really mm. want to be, where you have a full deck of cards. Yeah, especially if you so, think you're on the right track. Yeah, I reckon I'll give it a nine. Would you rather play nine. this or Gloomhaven? I'm curious. Because they're both like big campaign games. Different games. One's a complete puzzle. The other one's exploring choose-your-own-adventure book type thing. Which well, they're kind of both choose-your-own-adventure. Because Gloomhaven, you go from... You get two options of what you can do. Yeah. Two to four options. Yeah. You go one way or the other. So, while they're different, though, because one's cards and battle, oh, no, and so one's but cards and exploration. But either way, you have to pack up quite a bit. Yeah, both And of them. set it up a lot. <laughs> so, I only say that because you give yeah. Gloomhaven like a... I think you gave it a ten. But this one I have and to give it a nine. really enjoy that. I have to give this one a nine because just if it, if it wasn't those things that I said, mm. it it would have definitely been a ten. I love it so much, but it just gets frustrating when you have to pack it up and yeah. can't go die right where you need to be. I wonder if yes, you can play the game. There's no problems. I wonder if just when you get a little bit older, the packing up becomes a bit easier. You know, but it's still pretty hard because you need two not, people to not, pack it up. It's not hard. It's but just it's probably laborious. better if you have two people packing it up, mm. and putting in the cards where their positions would be, like in their sections that they would go in, like zero to fifth, like twenty to fifty, and uh, like um, putting them in their order while in their groups that they need to be in the sections. Yeah, that would make it a lot easier to pack it up. Now. On so there's our scores on this of what for what it's worth. So they are bringing out the seventh Citadel. I, don't I think that's next year. So it's going to be another Kickstarter, and it's going to be uh, a different time. But do you know it's also so that'll be interesting they to see how they do the seventh that. continent as mm. well. Yeah. There actually is seven continents really, mm. but also well. they have a little seven. On every on most cards. Yeah, yeah. As another of the skill the skill and checks. It means a star if you have a certain thing. Yeah. So it's so funny because they use the word seventh for like. Yeah, the seventh cool, but that's why they're they, gonna do the seventh. They do that. Citadel. Because it makes sense to do. So anyway, so because we'll they, see how we go. Because seven looks like it could represent a star the way that they do it. Though. Lucky seven. But, but it's not a lucky continent. <laughs> not for us. Anyway, we love that game. No, because it's got curses. Anything else you want to add about it? Uh, I know no. you probably would want to talk about it, but we can't no. talk about it. No. <laughs> so we got to play some Starfinder yesterday, which was cool. So thanks to the gang from the Geeky Teacher Parent Podcast, which we enjoy. That was fun to play again because it's been a little while. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, books. I've been reading The Witcher book because there's meant to be a TV show coming out about that, which I've enjoyed. I've, I've got to quickly finish like, that. I've been reading like five books at once. Yeah, I know. You've got. You keep order, ordering them. Because I've been reading a whole series of The Wizards of Once. Oh, yeah. And One, two, and three. It says there's a book four, which isn't even out and yet. And you like them. And I really like them. Yeah. And now, the other day, I just got The Hobbit. I've been reading Lord of the Rings this year. Yes. So, I've got five books reading at once. You wanted the nice version of The Hobbit that you bought yourself as yeah, a little really present. Good. So, that's cool. It's a really good version. And what's the other one? I, I got one called um, 
the once and forever king? Once and future king? No, once and future king. Anyway, because of the tainted grail coming about the whole um, Aetherian time frame. So anyway, so uh, that'll be keeping me busy when you see the size of that one. Uh, anything else you needed to talk about? Uh, not that I can think of. Not that you can think of? Okay. Well, do you want to... Well, you have been playing a lot of Gloomhaven lately. What scenario are you up to? Yeah, I've moved up to... There was one scenario. <laughs> I don't know the number. Uh, 38. 23. And it's like you're trying to the keep this... Fence. Yeah, you're trying to keep oh, this... Oh, that thing is so annoying. Orchid from... Charging, charging and killing killed. things, and you've got no, to keep it behind you. It just gets killed. Ah, oh, so frustrating. So I'm going to leave that one alone and go and play another another bit of That's another scenario until my you characters can get stronger. Them, yeah, really. yeah. Well, like you, and your path. Characters have gone to the next thing. No, they're getting close now, though. Mine's definitely not because you haven't been playing it. No, you? I've been playing mine. And neither am I. But in in my one. I don't think either are getting anywhere near it close. Because mm. one's getting exhausted 15 times. And so far, the party has not gotten exhausted at all. And I've done like five scenarios. Oh, well, there you go. And I need to get 15 done where I get exhausted. Oh, so that's really wow. frustrating because you want to complete them. Uh, I think my bo- two missions are both opposite. Complete 15 and get exhausted. Like, experience the party getting exhausted. Oh, because you're playing your two characters. And that's so frustrating because you've got two opposite missions. What characters are you playing? Craigheart and um, Tinkerer? No, no, I was playing Craigheart. Oh, no, yeah. Now I'm playing Brute, Brute and Tinkerer. Tinkerer yeah. is the character that I mainly play because it's got a lot of cards and it's useful. Yeah, the two I'm playing in mine, though, the, the Mind used, Thief and the Brute that's are not, so hard. No, not a Brute. As a combo. And then the Craigheart it's as a not, combo it's not, are really definitely hard. Definitely not a good combo. They're both right up at everyone. Yeah, melee characters. And Mind uh, Thief um, is, isn't the best one for cards and health. Hmm. But Tinkerer, if you have Tinkerer and melee one, it's really easy because you have them shooting a distance away hmm. while you're in there taking the hits. Yeah. So the other one doesn't die and kills off all the enemies quickly. Ah, uh, well, we'll... we'll keep moving through that but we got a load of games coming that i had normally the tinkerer does heavy heavy damage i know which is is, Um, no does got a load of games coming though got that cthulhu death may die from simon which should be Mm. good hopefully um which is done by eric lang and rob davio so that's like uh the guy who made your uh, rising sun your favourite Rising Sun game. <laughs> and uh, we've got... We're waiting for Tainted Grail, which is a huge game, which is hours and hours and hours of gameplay as well. And I've got another Lovecraft one that I'm looking forward to getting some point. So I guess that's it. I think we don't need to say thank you to Gameology anymore. Um, you can email us at boardgamebasic podcast at outlook.com if you want to otherwise i guess we'll see you next week yeah and so uh thanks for listening this episode was you know you don't need to say that this episode was provided by is provided by gameology australia's largest gaming warehouse (laughs) you're just in the shutdown mode (laughs) of shutting down the episode and you thanks
Yeah, thanks, Gameology. Okay. Um, thanks for listening, so that's bye from me. And bye from me. We've gone a little bit long today, Sir Patrick. Well, it's only well, it's half like an hour. It's 40 minutes now. Yeah, I know, but it's 40 minutes. And uh, wasn't Mika meant to be joining us for the unlock Except games? She's been sick. Yeah, so. And we didn't want her. And she did her Wizard of Oz best concert. Best that she's not on today because if, if she was sick, just yeah, best not. That's true. Okay, you got some jokes for us. Get us out of here. Okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Cow go. Cows Ca- go, I mean. Cows go, I mean... No, I mean... Okay, I'm only there. joking. Yeah. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Cows go. Cows go who? No, silly. Cows go who? <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Okay. Why are, frog, why are frogs always so happy? I don't know. Why are frogs always so happy? They eat whatever bugs them. <laughs>